Check this out. This is DSE Podcast first. We freestyle. We got this new track. It's called <laughs> Tune In to the Podcast. Hey. And sing the beat. Tune into the podcast. Hey. Tune into the podcast. We yeah. on the couch. Tune we got B-Rav in the building. Hey. Give us some B-Rav. Uh, sing to the ladies hey. and the fellas. We pull into the couch. It's called a podcast. Let me show you what to do. My name is B-Rav. Hey. And I know how to do it. Let me show you all these girls I'm just pursuing. It's a freestyle, and we rocking it. Can you hear my voice? Are you liking it? What? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We on the couch. We got bars. Hey. It's the DSC. Hey. <laughs> it's the DSC. Yeah. Tune in. Like, subscribe. DSC yeah. underscore podcast. Be Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of DSC Podcast. Prez, it's been yeah. a been a crazy week, man, as far it's, as it's definitely everything that's happening, crazy. man. Definitely. You know, but before we begin, we'll run through the uh, show notes and some housekeeping things. So uh, you want to tap into the Patreon thing real quick for everybody? Oh, uh, yeah. So we want to continue to get a shout out to our, our current Patreon supporters. Uh, y'all know who you are. The Foundation, Corey, bam. That's a, and yeah. then... Bird, there we go. Yes, Appreciate the support. Uh, but anybody else who want to uh, contribute to the Patreon, uh, y'all know our links in below. Uh, you can find it on the link tree as well. Uh, we appreciate the support. It's constantly helping us build, get a little bit better each and every time. Uh, we got some new ventures that we've been discussing offline that we're going to come into pretty much. I can see y'all probably, I'm going to give y'all a deadline of August, August time frame. We're going to have some new things out there and some new direction. We're going to uh, help fund this even even more. So, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. And again, uh, we owe oh, one more, uh, Manuel, as far as uh, our latest Patreon supporters. So, okay. A lot of you guys, you may not know about it, but hey, man, just keep continue to support us if you can. If not, we totally understand, but we're going to continue to try to elevate for you all as far as look and sound of the pod and, and things that we're, we have in store for you. As far as show notes today, we're just going to talk about, you know, things that have progressed since we uh, spoke on George Floyd, Breonna Taylor and yep. Ahmaud Aubrey and uh, countless others and all of the... Uh, the marching and all the great things we're seeing and also some of the, you know, things on the other side, the narrative shifting that we're seeing as well over the course of the week. Uh, we got some music uh, that came out last Friday and then some of the things that we've kind of been paying attention to outside of what came out last week. And then last but not least, we're going to cover down on sports. Uh, NBA is back, so we're uh, we're excited about that, but also it's competing with the NFL and we got mm. our thoughts on the playoff format, so on and so forth. So, uh, with that said, Perez, how's how your week been, man? I know um, we had the uh, the thing with the Air Force happening uh, as far as the racial inequality and that report coming out. Then we also had George Taylor on the heels of that and countless other things. So I know for one, I had like a little, not a talking to, but um, had several people um, from my job just kind of start speaking on these subjects as we asked for last mm-hmm. week, but it finally came to a boil. So how did you deal with that that conversation? Uh, I will tell y'all, like, not just on here do I speak. I make sure I, I make my voice known where I work at as well. So anything that you hear me speaking on here better be, I, I, I'm I damn sure going to talk about it in, the, in the, the right place. So no matter what, I think all that stuff came down, like, starting around about Tuesday. It was yeah. good to start hearing from our leaders. But uh, I don't need their voices 
to to know what's right and what's wrong and when you should speak up. Uh, so that that was already starting. If y'all don't know, we record this thing on the weekend. So that that was in our what we was thinking way ahead. And I I, I know we wasn't the only ones, and that's what I'm saying. But uh, that's that's why you gotta you gotta know your your position where you can, and you gotta know just just don't settle for that at any time. And and, and that's that's where I came from. I I wasn't gonna sit back and wait for them to. Uh, give me the answer. Right, come you know, to you. Come yeah. to me. Find out. I was like, nah. Like this came out. Uh, y'all haven't said nothing, or there has been no coverage whatsoever. Uh, like, wh- where are we at? You got to ask those questions. It's gonna. Some of them gonna be uncomfortable. Like when they when you oh why why are you asking that? Because it's what's on my mind. It's it's, it's what I do. Uh, so and I can't focus on what I need to focus on until I know what's going on with these other issues. Uh, so. Definitely, definitely. Uh, that that was it. Was a hard week. It was a hard week. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, just getting up and going to work. Uh, but as the week went on, more and more leaders started to speak out. More and more uh, supporters from every uh, career, every uh, aspect of of life. You know, and we, even in Europe over here, they they're protesting and stuff like that about what's going on. In our in our neighborhoods, and that and that's a it's that's a good thing to see for once. Uh, you know how anything always comes out in terms of any like an earthquake or any type of virus outbreak or anything that goes on overseas. You notice that we always run to help and you know make our voices known to jump in. And I'm not going to say that is disingenuous, as you know everybody has a a part to play. And I think you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. when it comes to us helping out other countries. But what I will say is it was great to see people all over the globe. Like we got people all over the globe stationed in. Then we also just got great people in all these different, uh, you know, be sure to cut off your phone. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> before you par. But it was just great to see that, you know, people were stepping up all over the world in terms of what they saw. Like for once, the unjustified murder of George Floyd was seen by the masses and and that's all you can hope for. You hate for him to be a martyr of sorts, but man, I I see a lot of things moving in the right direction and for starters, it's good. You know what I mean? And I hate to be a pessimist because I am, but I got to see it moving forward over the course of the next, you know, some legislation put in place for years to come. That way uh, things change for the better, for good, you know what I mean, once and for all. So I was encouraged by that, though. But yeah. outside of that, man, um, work, I don't think it was a difficult discussion for me. I was ready to have that discussion oh, more than ever. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, you <laughs> I was like, you want to know what I think about everything? OK, let's let's uh, let's have a conversation. And I think the conversations were genuine. I think they were thought provoking. I think the people that came to me to talk to me cared. I cannot be one of those um, people that say, hey, I want you to talk to me. Then when people talk to me, feel the opposite way. Like, yes, it came to a boil. Yes, they were living in a bubble. I understand this is not on their radar. I understand. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I can't make it become a part of their daily life because they don't have to have the same, for example, discussions with their kids as far as how to walk, how to move, how to carry yourself how to know that you're going to be um, viewed in a certain type of way, how to react when somebody clutches their purse when you walk by, how to react when somebody gets out of an elevator when you step in. All of a sudden, they don't have to go on the floor that they have to go to. And how to feel like you don't have to have those conversations with your kids. So I don't imagine that you would even know 
what it's like for many of us to walk in our shoes. So, but the fact that the people I work with started to understand and it, maybe it took this to happen. However we got here, we're here now. They asked me that, you know, if I wanted to get into this diversity uh, thing that's kind of going around our, uh, our unit. And I was like, absolutely. If I can, I want to put my money where my mouth is. So I don't want to just come on here and talk and complain about things. Uh, I, I do want to put myself in position to see reports in terms of our job. And let me, if you haven't watched last episode, what we were talking about, and you can jump in at any time, Prez, is basically just the racial inequality in terms of rank and non-judicial and judicial punishment. So that came out on the heels of all of this marching and protesting yep. uh, last week for us. So it all came to a head for us as far as what we do in the military. However, comma, you cannot talk about wanting to be to make change and not affect change. So this is the way I can affect change. So, yeah, man, when, when these talks starting to happen, man, I'm starting to see and hear some outlandish remarks, just like just way left. I, I've been able to keep my cool, though, and got them, got them back to the conversation and, and got them down the right direction, educate a little bit more. Uh, takes, <laughs> takes a lot of patience, though. A lot of patience with some of the initial statements that uh, people come on. Let me get this straight. Let me, let me let everybody get this straight. The police, we understand what they're there for. What we're saying is they have been unfairly policing, arresting, brutalizing our neighborhoods. Does that mean that every time they go do something is wrong? No, far from it. Far from it. But don't be coming to me with the, oh, I got a black friend excuse. Like that, That's what I see. Of, and it was like, they show me one incident of a police. For every one, I can show you 10 going the other way. And that's what we're saying is wrong. It's, it's, it's not just one incident. Don't be holding this stuff to like, oh, why ain't nobody saying nothing about this? We know there are tons of wrongs in the world. But when they got statistical facts, when we can take you through a neighborhood, we can have you talk to 20 people and they all tell you the same thing, that's something wrong. Yeah, you know, and, then, and it'll keep going back with the uh, coining these terms. Yeah. As far as black on black crime and what, like, why do we have to coin terms? Like, crime is crime. All it is is one big ploy to say, oh, what about happening in Chicago? Yeah. What about what's happening in Quit LA? Trying de- Quit trying to deflect the, the, from the topic. Let's the topic talk about what's, what, what we, what's going on and what we have facts about. Like, what, what's really going on here? Like, quit trying to deflect and get out of a, a truthful, hard conversation. conversation. And that's, that's all. You know, and I know we jumping all over the place, but I, that I will jump back to that when we talk about Drew Brees, okay. because I think that's the perfect example I can give um, Drew Brees, the NFL quarterback. And we we're going to get to that later, but yeah. I think that's the perfect example I can give as in terms of just not recognizing your privilege. You still making things about something that it never something was, that it never was, it like, never was. You had a grandfather that served in the military. I've had family that served in the military, too. <laughs> if I told you my jobs that my grandfather them had to do in the military and still came back out and showed nothing but support for this, this country, despite the way despite it was treating was them treated, yeah. when they came back, but still have nothing but love. My grandfather put up a flag every day, every day that he was alive. Exactly. That, uh, from a country <laughs> that didn't want to recognize what he was doing when he was doing it. It's crazy. For sure. So it's one of those things to where you're like, man, stop trying to change the narrative and let's deal with the policing. Let's deal with one issue at a time. 
police brutality. That's what we're we're marching on right this second. And now and then we're trying to ease in the rest of the things into your purview so that you can understand all of the things that black people go through yep. in America. I think I sent you guys like a little uh, meme and I think I'll put it in the show notes in terms of just the difference between a typical white young man and black male growing up within maybe 15, 20 miles of each other. And we'll, we can use the Chicago reference, you know what I mean? And the schools and the funding and all these different type of things, which is pretty much leading up to a person not having the same opportunities as someone else. And it's strictly because of poverty and then also not having uh, fathers, mothers, you know, aunts, uncles, like positive role models around because everybody in the home is sometimes in jail, sometimes on drugs, or quite frankly, they do not have the money to support that kid in, in the way that that kid needs to be supported. So all these things kind of come to a head. And then when you're looking on news channels and things like that, all you see is black crime or black people majority of the time as far as being made to look like monsters when in all fact that <laughs> crime, but you know, with white folks is at an all time high and it never hasn't been like, so it's, it's the, it's same, the same thing. Any other, uh, any other race, I think we done came back on that. Like they do studies, a certain percentage is going to do things, man. And that's just what it is. One thing that I, I think you done heard us talk time and time again on here, like, because if you think this is our first time speaking on these issues, then go back and watch, listen to the other, the other episodes. And for those who say, oh, this is just a hot button issue now, and this is what we talk about. No, if like I said, go back and listen to this podcast. Y'all know who the host is, what color we are, and Think about the, this, how many times we done had this discussion because it's not something that goes on just now, just when something's uh, boiling up. It's something we have conversations on every day, every day. How to fix the wrongs that we didn't that we didn't seen come across. Uh, I think it initially started when we going to pushing all these black owned uh, businesses and, and everything is because we understand like what it takes to build up a generation, what it, what it takes to correct these errors and like, you know, get us looked at in the same light as any other race. That's what we want to educate and continue to promote and, and, and push forward and get everybody as equals. That's us. That's, that's, that's it. Which is equals. And, and it's funny, though, like I saw somebody with the basic tweet and they just said, you know, when did I, why would I, it's funny that I have to fight for equality in America in 2020. Like it's funny I have to convince you or anybody that says anything otherwise of being equal with you, of wanting to be equal. Like, what? what's wrong with that? Like, you know, so with that said, man, try to try to do as much as you can do in your, you got, you got some prayer? Yeah, yeah, and, I, and this is what I was going to get at after that, was just like, uh, um, we know that this can't just be a topic for now. It has to keep going. It has to keep driving and pushing forward. And I think we're starting to see that with some of the athletes and, uh, and, uh, and other companies that's putting their money behind it. They're not putting it behind it just for now. They ain't making a one-time donation. They're saying 10 years, as uh, yeah, Mike, Jordan, came, Jordan yeah. came out and did, donating for the next 10 years $100 million. Like, that's, that's big. That's big. That's, that's not going to let the, the topic stop. And that's not that's gonna make sure these things uh, pan out over time. And I think that's that's that is key. And we need to see more of that, not just the the single donations right, right. to a single fund or a single uh, organization that could be gone next year. Right. Put your money behind it to to stand up and keep ha- having somebody lobby, fight, and, and continue to improve and reform uh, these laws to get us back into 
what what should be like I said normal like right. what should be yeah. equality equality that's it and all it's all it's gonna take is legislation because we know uh, we don't want this to be the latest hot button topic where everybody's up in an uproar we want this to change for all of Americans like everybody has a part to play no matter what race you are if you're American you have a part to play to contribute to society I nor anybody else that's my shade should offend your come up the term forgive me you know I listen to rap you know what I eat don't make you shit so my come up should not affect you is what I'm trying to say or vice versa what you do as a white brown gray red man no pun intended doesn't really matter to me you know what I mean I just want a fair shake at things and and that's all it says but kind of you hit on something with Michael Jordan that was interesting there's always going to come the pessimists and the critics to anything sports figures do corporations or anybody else so with that said Prez like the things that I read all right you know Kanye um, contributed a two million dollar donation to the legal teams of Breonna Taylor George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery right you know what I'm gonna applaud this man because that's a big difference from what we've seen for him and uh his support over the past couple years because it kind of kind of Feigned a little bit. I'm glad to see him back out there in the open supporting the issues that actually matter. You know, uh, definitely shout out. Thank right. you, Kanye. Yep. Uh, and uh, then from, he from, also uh, put together a fund for George uh, Floyd's daughter, Gianna, I believe her name is, for 529 College Fund as well. Mm-hmm. So she has college paid for, which I thought that was a huge deal. You know what I mean? So. I got to say, I don't have nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, people specifically, the radio personality Ebro had issues with that. He even came out in March and it wasn't for long. But again, people don't have to do this at all. Like I'm not putting Kanye up on this pedestal, but anything that you can give to help, it has to be appreciated at the end of the day. What more do you want? From and, him, like, and then this is where I, I, I think it's come, the Trump I thing. Come to I think it's the Trump thing. Yeah, it's 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 what he done did before. So people are gonna be kind of like going back. Uh, just, just, bro, I make mistakes in my lives. I I, I do wrong things. Uh, I ain't I ain't going on nobody mistakes. Uh, I ain't gonna talk about continually talk about people mistakes like that. It's what you do and how you show after you. You evolve mistakes. and grow all the yeah. time, every day. So I don't have a problem with it. No. At all. Like, he didn't have to do that. He could have stayed in his uh, billionaire mansion and continued to live life as normal. And truth be told, I don't care necessarily for Kim Kardashian or all these other things. Let me let me walk that back. I don't I don't care about what she's done, how she's got her riches and all that. Like, I don't follow that stuff. But I do follow some of the things that she's doing for prison reform and things like that, or just using her likeness. Like, if you can use your likeness and you get a few brothers out of jail, <laughs> applaud your sister. Like, mm-hmm. I, like people are so quick to judge instead of looking at the outcome of the, the impacts on what they're doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't think that that's necessarily an issue for me. Same thing with Jordan. Oh, Jordan should have been doing this. Uh, they went and looked up his liquid assets and his worth and said oh he only gave a percentage of this and it's like dog i don't have to give my money to anything i don't want to give my money to so why do i expect them yeah to do the same like you can't have the same what can i say you can't have the same issues with a person in terms of what they give if you're not 
giving the same either or in your time. You know what I mean? People giving their time and they're giving their money. And if they're giving a big deal in their money, you just got to appreciate it and keep it moving. Like I said, and it's, it's, it's not about necessarily always what they're doing. It's what you're doing too to continually improve. What are you doing? Are you doing what you need to do to have a conversation? Like we know voting is a big issue. Like what are you doing to, to drive and get more people to vote? What are you what are you doing to bring up to your congressmen to 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 enforce a change? Like don't worry about so much with the next man or his money with his wallet. Yes, they can definitely help and put the spotlight on it. But at the same time, if you ain't doing that, that's where it's going to stop right there. If too many people think like you are, 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 are like, I ain't, I ain't trying to come at nobody. Let me walk that back. So if, if too many th- people think that ain't nothing going to change, so I should do nothing, guess what? Nothing's going to change. Yeah, just start with one person. Start with taking an interest in one kid or uh, somebody that's doing something positive and try to push them to the next level. That's all you can do is work one person at a time. If you can't give money, give your time to whatever that cause may be that makes you feel good and whole about yourself. Because at a certain point, if more people do that, then we're going to ultimately get to where we need to be. And back to the corporations and and all of these people with statements coming out of Adidas, Nike, you name it, Ben and Jerry's, they even got arrested in a protest this week. I don't know. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, the owners uh, of Ben and Jerry. We're going to get a Black Lives Matter ice cream? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But I know it's going to be fire. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you saw all types of sports figures out. You saw rappers. You saw J. Cole marching. I saw Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. Of course, you had Steven Jackson because he knew George Floyd personally. Mm-hmm. And just countless others just just taking action and not speaking on it, just doing it. You saw them. And I don't care how long they were out there. They're just using their likeness for people to just feel like, hey, everybody is with us because this can happen to anybody no matter how rich you get. Now, now if you bring it back to music yeah. and they talk about this, I, I think Jay-Z played this out plainly yeah. in uh, uh, the story of OJ. Like, yeah. go back and re-listen to that. That's what he's talking about. No matter how much money you get, these are still our problems. They're going to always see you as like, so, so make sure that you're doing whatever you can to improve. Go back. Right. When you're in those rooms, you're going to have to use your influence for good, hopefully, especially, you know, if you're a black person, I know that's a lot of pressure to put on people who are in a position of power, but, you know, just look at um, our chief master of the Air Force, like the things that he said in his statement were very real, very true, and can speak volumes for a lot of black people in and out of uniform. So sometimes you need people to step up and use their platform for good and say what needs to be said and not sugarcoat it any longer. And if they can do it again with the money too, because economically that's where the real change happens. Like regardless of what you want to believe money moves the, uh, the shit when we're talking about where we trying to steer to. So yeah, man, I, I, it was, I was encouraged to see all these things. Um, I read something, of course, I follow New York post and of course I got family in New York cause I'm from New York. You know, a lot of people have what, they want to say about Governor Andrew Cuomo, but he was looking to pass a um, legislation as soon as next week or get the bill out in terms of what was the lady's name? Uh, Amy, I forget. But he's you remember the lady that uh, called that that black man out in Central Park in mm-hmm. terms of what he was trying to get her to do with putting the dog back on the leash. So he has a bill named after her. 
So it, to me, it was kind of like trolling. But at the same time, to make that a hate crime for any race, yeah. gender, or religion, like if you're just calling people just based on how they look, you know, so soon after 9-11, you know, those type of things that were happening yeah, exactly. to folks or and just because they fit a description that you see, you know, on TV or, you know, using, calling the cops, and you knew she knew exactly what she was doing, trying to make that a hate crime. And I hope that passes, and I hope that gets legs and moves at every damn state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that people don't get to call you out just because you look suspicious. Like, what? what is that? You know what I mean? Like, so... I'm encouraged. Yeah. Hopefully things are done, like you said, Press, for the long hey, term. I, I will say this. Let me let me go back to this. Yeah. Uh, I've been noticing on TV. I've been noticing at work, uh, uh, as uh, I think we brought up in there, people talk about this code switching. Oh, code yes. Switching. Oh, my goodness. Now, I done seen some people actually get real, and they ain't, they ain't ashamed of being real this week. They coming out with it, and Firing. they telling y'all how they are and how they feel, and, and you're getting the real, like... Like you ain't getting the the dolled up or or, or, or or prettied up or you know that that version of it. You're getting the the real raw what the conversation that they really have, how they talk and what's going on and how they feel about these situations. And and I, I applaud that. Like with that's that's how it should be. We shouldn't have never had to like do a swap or talk a certain type of way. Like it, it should just be accepted. Like every every culture, every every uh. Yeah. Everybody brings something good to this, and just because like my speech is a little different from your speech, like hey, just understand we can come to this common language on everything. But if I say something, just oh, that's don't be, don't be saying that's ghetto. No, that's the way we talk. Like that's that's it is what it is. You know, right, right. And necessarily, how you talk doesn't mean that you're educated. Like, yeah, I have, may have more education than you, but this is how I talk. Period. Like I shouldn't be made to f- be felt ashamed because I'm not using the certain type of dialect that you use. That was that, like you said. That was dope to see um, that people were just really just letting it letting it hang out from sports figures to political figures to analysts on the different news channels. Like they were, I won't say they were tap dancing around, but it just was a lot more raw and to the point because I think. People are tired of tip-tap-toeing around on how they feel, and they're just getting right to it. And that's the same way I approached it when I was talked to at my job today. Not today, but this uh, past week about it is just keeping it keeping it raw. And then one of my coworkers, he, he even pulled up an article of his cousin that was uh, wrongfully accused and how they're still fighting that case and trying to get uh, awarded some type of financial uh, repercussion from the city of Atlanta mm-hmm. in terms, not the city, but the county, I forgot what county he lives in, but he's from um, Atlanta in terms of that to where his cousin was going through some things and he pulled it up and he was like, yo man, he was acquitted of all charges, but he was being held up because he couldn't, you know, pay for bail for himself for years. <laughs> so funny. he was held up almost two years. Um, and then when he finally went to court and was acquitted of all the charges, it's like, yo, he wasted damn near, Two years, two years, and some change of his life, having to fight that and having that over his head, not being able to be hired as a result of it. Like so, this this thing goes deeper than you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was encouraged, man. But hey, yo, it's your boy the Perez. If you like what we've been doing, the topics we've been discussing, like, link, share, subscribe, and keep listening for more topics that'll keep your ass off the couch.
hard switch? We can make a hard switch, or we can just kind of lead into it and get back to the Drew Drew Brees stuff oh, and, oh, okay. and okay, all okay. the all of that stuff. Um, so, do you feel like Drew Brees deserved Hell what he got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh yeah anybody who's coming out with these talks and you expect me to to ease up on you like no that's i'm gonna tell you flat out if that's the way you thinking your thinking was wrong and you need to do some more education and figure out why and quit letting people divert the topic you're letting other people saying this about this when if you hear from the from the horse's mouth or whatever who's talking <laughs> about sure. it, yep. they always say it's not about this. But you don't want to hear what it's really about. So quit trying to divert the topic and avoid it and drag it to somewhere that it shouldn't go. Uh, and and if, if you didn't have that talk then, you should have realized where we at and definitely start having that that talk now and realize it's not about a wasn't about a flag or whatever yeah. they're trying to divert it to. Like it's 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 about what we see, what we saw, what we have seen since then, continually, month after month. And I would say, if you don't have anything positive to say in terms of support of what's going on, then don't say anything at all. Especially if you're not black. Like if you're not prepared and you just want to educate yourself, do that behind closed doors. But don't don't come out with no flag nonsense. Don't come out with no black on black crime nonsense. Now is not the time. You either get on board or don't. And continue to be be silent and you know take it for what it's worth. I don't have an issue any longer with him. He apologized. Yeah. Let's see what he does. Oh, you see what he did? He uh, sat, shot out a, uh, another text. You know, yeah, passing on educating other people. Yeah, I saw it. So all you can do is when like when a man makes a mistake, all I can do is see how you. You come back from that mistake, and he has he has teammates that he has to prove himself to in regards to, hey, man, you know, that was a privileged statement that you made, and let's see where we go from there because you with me day in and day out. How would you feel if you played with me for five years and all of a sudden, year six, I wasn't there anymore? You know what I mean? Would that be any more real to you? Yeah, you know what I mean. So and those are the I, type of things. I that think I he's think in the same boat as like a, a Michael Vick. When Michael Vick did his wrong and came out there was lying, gave apology and stuff like that. Even after he gave that, that served his time, it was a constant proving after that. I know all the work that uh, Drew Brees and did before, but I want to see like, hey, continue working down this road, continue educating, continue like proving more. Just like like I said, Vic t- still to this day is still trying to uh, right that wrong. It's like going to be a constant 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 with no going back with no going back let's go forward and let's keep it moving to a to a positive uh outcome and i that's that's what i i expect and i want to see from him to continue because what it said is said and like if he go ever go back or retract on the wrong words and it, it, it sounds disingenuous right and i don't care for it to be on a broad scale in terms of in your face hey look at me helping out black community and all these things to educate myself I'm looking for it to happen that way and behind closed doors. I want people to really do the work to understand one another and what we all are up against in terms of systematic racial oppression. Like, that's that easy, you know, and getting that thought process out of people's heads that, hey, this this isn't affecting me. So just have to understand all of these things that are in place for us to not have us succeed as a black people. And then once you, once you, once you, once you know that, like it's so easy to see if you have any type of heart and you're not a racist 
to see the wrongs. And it's super easy. It's super easy. You just have to do the education. And one last thing, Prez, please don't continue to contact your black friend and say, what can I do? What can I read? And all that. <laughs> the burden is not on me to, to help you do it. If you want to go be a carpenter and you're going you gonna to go online and Google and go look those things up to be a carpenter. If you want to be a banker, day trader, whatever it is, you're going to go look it up. Now, you may ask me a few questions because I may have some knowledge on it, but I'll give you what I give you. And from there, continue to keep it running because that's not my responsibility. Like, so you know how the books I done read through this time. How right. many of those was recommendations from you? Some, some were, but not a whole no, lot. No, no, like it's like I go there and I take it and I was like, and well, run with I, I start looking for something else, something else to read yeah. and stuff like that to better educate myself on these situations. And, I, that's and we're still be. educating ourselves on our own history. It's not like we know everything about our history and like little little facts here and there. Like, I mean, I've watched the 13th, like Netflix things. Because Netflix, the 13th, the check 13th, that out. Check that I think out. it's what time, uh, the, I forget. Khalif Brada story. Khalif Brada story, that's on, on there. It's, uh, it's a whole lot of things. Uh, I am not Jay-Z your Negro. Yeah. Jay, uh, I am not your Negro is on Amazon Prime. They put Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx yes. out there for everybody to see. Shout out Selma. to Amazon. Selma. There's plenty of things to yeah. do if you're not a reader. And then we gave y'all the book little recommendations down from the beginning. Like, uh, I think that's that's like a encompass it all. Like, it just walks you through the whole history. So if I'm going to steer you to one thing, it's thick. It's it's a big book. Uh, But, I mean, it definitely hits on everything if you truly want to educate yourself. I think the uh, American Airlines guy, I think he was just recently, like, caught, like, uh, off guard. He was on a flight, and one of the flight attendants was asking what he was reading. Look up the book that he was reading. Uh, I think he was trying to educate himself a little bit further at that time. And they had a nice discussion. That was that was that was good. Uh, what do you think about Jake Fromm? So the Georgia quarterback, yeah, the Bulldogs quarterback, the one that when Buffalo Bills and his statement that came out, or well, the the person that released it, he had, it was I don't know if it was an ex girlfriend or whoever. Wait, what he do to her? That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, damn, you must have pissed her off. Or, or, like, I mean, she, he, that's how we want to think. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I thought immediately. I'm just going to keep it but real with I you. was thinking, like, maybe she did, like, just hold on to that and was just, like, and just felt like a certain type of way about it. It was always eating her up and, you know, used it as evidence or something. Like, anytime somebody brought up something great about him, like, I just don't know about this person. I think timing, the way she timed it and, and dropped it is is is. <laughs> Definitely killer. So his comment was in terms of being a elite, a, a white elitist, uh, so to speak. So of course, I have no. I knew who he was beforehand because I have friends that are bulldogs. So fans. before anybody say that we miss, like interpret what he said, I think it was more along the lines that only uh, elite white people should be able to buy guns, and that that should gotcha. fix the problem. So yeah, everything. that was the, his exact uh, statement paraphrased. But yes, I mean what us. What I can say is the same thing as Drew Brees, man. Um, but this was more egregious, in, in my opinion. But he's a he's a probably a third backup quarterback rookie just rookie. coming in. Ain't, ain't just nothing. coming in. So oh, it's gonna be hard to prove with your team after something like that. That's all I was looking for. Was like, hey, I would I don't want to be him going into work if they keep him around because like he's gonna have to. Whew. Yeah, he's gonna have to really <laughs> really earn it. But again, he's another one that's gonna have to do the work. Inside of his his locker room because of he doesn't have the platform that a Drew Brees, a Tom Brady, or other successful white quarterbacks have, but he's still gonna have to earn their respect and make atonement for that comment because that it was truly how he feels. You can't change 
how you feel. I'm sorry, that's how you feel. You know what I mean? So he, he has to really make atonement for that, and we'll see where he goes. But, I mean, other coaches were doing that, you know, with respect to the flag and all that stuff. So a lot of this stuff kind of came out within the last week or two in terms of how these coaches feel. So so I know, like, uh, NFL did a lot of stuff and uh, talking on, and, you know, oh, came Goodell, out with the exact statements. Bro, like, the one thing I was hoping the NFL did, I was hoping they did, is with that, come out and say, you know what? And we're changing the Redskins' name. We're forcing that change. And that just tell you how yeah, true it was. There was another are. team that came out and made a statement, but it's like, damn, y'all of all people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the I was Redskins. just like, I was hoping they was going to tag that in because that would show that they really understand. And this, like we said, like it's, this is just one of the spotlights, and we know we're hitting on it, but like that would show that they're really aware. The fact that they ain't come out, it kind of like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for saying that the Washington team that's in the NFL because, you know, to me, it's a derogatory term. And the fact that they still have been keeping the name despite how uh, people feel about the name. That 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 are of a Native American descent is is mind blowing to me, you know. But and the fact that like you know like if we're gonna talk about it, we constantly that's even we get thrown from there. We didn't talked about them. We just said the names and stuff like this. It's just like just the way it's just ingrained in our culture, and none of us think the same way about it because it's just a team name now. When we know the roots of it and and why it should be changed, uh, we don't need nobody in their community to come to uh, tell us to change it. That should just be. Coming out, let's let's change the name. What's what's in the team name? Team what uh, basketball team? What we didn't have the Bobcats, the Hornets. Uh, you didn't have the Pelicans and the, like the, team names change all the time. Every time they move like cities, they change their name or get the new logo or something like that. It ain't hard to just change that to something. You know that's less derogatory. How about you just go like what well, they had I already got the Chiefs, but it's it's another way that you could do it. Like for sure, for sure. You, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. I, I feel like they need to oh. address that, but. I think the bullets. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. They, they, ain't, they was quick to do that, huh? When it was the bullets, <laughs> and, and uh, who was it in the locker room had the gun, holding oh, that gun. Gilbert Arenas. Oh yeah, and then oh no, we don't want to be associated with that. Let's change that name. <laughs> yeah, so it's really quick for it's convenient. I, like I said, man, I'm encouraged with all what the athletes are doing, both white and black, behind the scenes and out there on the front lines, is in terms of uh, marching. I think it was dope to see the uh, Black Lives Boulevard in D.C., <laughs> right? You know, not too far from the White mm-hmm. House. You know, I think that was dope to do. Um, I also, you know, shout out to my little cousin. She sent me a video of the marching um, taking place back home, like right in front of, uh, you know, where we live. So that was encouraging to see and, and made me feel like these these things are going to change because people all over the world, man, like you said, prayers are marching in the name of um, ending racial inequality, police brutality, and, and what they've seen on camera. And I hope, you know, cops worldwide see that and start to police themselves. And let's just start treating each other like human beings. But back to the sports thing, man. These, these franchises and these athletes, you have more power than you know. And I don't look to athletes to give me all that I need to know as far as what's right in society. But a lot of these kids coming up look up to you guys like gods. And goddesses. So if you can use your platform and it doesn't really do too much for you, like I was mentioning to us, like we're going to do what we need to do one on one to help people understand uh, things that we've been through. And many of uh, uh, people that share the same hue and background as us, 
but that's that's what we're gonna do is just start one at a time. It doesn't have to be a grand gesture, and hopefully these athletes continue to do the same. But let's switch gears real quick. Prez, um, stay, stay on our sports. My favorite sport has a date to return, baby. Okay, okay. July 31st, NBA's back, 22 teams. Oh. They're going to have a play-in for ninth place, and then they're going to have an elimination uh, you know, for the AC. So I'm excited, man. Let's I'm start excited. off. Let's start off right. 22 teams. 22 do you, teams. Do you think it should be 22? I really didn't care about the number, I, I think, is more of a money play. Yeah, it's, it's a money, money play. play. So <laughs> those, those last two teams, I don't think got yeah, it. Yeah, the Blazers. It will take everybody losing out every completely. game, every <laughs> game, just for them to make it, you know. So I would I guess there is a possibility. But come on, man. Yeah, it you ain't should set this out in this. this yeah, this. That, and that's why Damian Lillard was talking crap about it and not even wanting them to play. It's like, come on, for real. If, even if you come back with this many games, there's no way these guys are going to lose <laughs> all eight games, tune-up <laughs> games. I'm already hurt. So, like, let me just take my L and we come back next year yeah. firing on all cylinders. You know, I haven't even seen anything in terms of the the league is going to end in October, like as maybe mid-October. Starting back up in December. So, man, I'm, ex- I'm excited because I – don't really lose anything. And then for the people saying... Oh, they Have they it. said next year, is it going to be a full 82-game season? They haven't. They haven't. I haven't seen anything on that. I haven't listened to some of my pod, my favorite uh, I, NBA podcast yet to see I what think, they're looking at. I think that's going to be like the, the killer situation because like the teams that sat back and not part of this... <laughs> gonna have a real good chance at the end of this if they got oh, a still full bums. You got the Knicks, the Suns, and all the other. Can trash you imagine teams. going that hard, that long? And we already had the injuries that we have that come up anyway. You I don't know think what I mean? Everybody, I mean, it just depends because everybody is not coming back. I.e., Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, like for the Nets. So there's been a lot of talk about that, but Kyrie shut it down in an interview that I read, and also. They're not Kevin coming Durant. back to the Nets? They're not coming back until next season. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, so it is what it is with those guys. So that, to me, was like the biggest chip because now if they came back, I think, I think now too, you you have an issue as far as the I think next it's NBA too short champion. of an off-season and all that, too. You don't need to do too right, much. Right, just come movement. back Play in it. December. If your contract expired, you can go other places. But if it's not, let's, let's end all the other time. I just want the people to stay on the Lakers. <laughs> I just want people to stay on the Lakers. Hey. I don't want all these moving around during the off-season just because I'm going to be devastated. Hey, my Lakers come out and they win this, uh, Who's your, this season. So your, your, your early two. pick is the Lakers, of course, Of course. Right? Of course. Come on. Uh, I mean... I got the Lakers, man, but I'm not. I gotta say, man, I'm Clippers, man. It's gonna be tough. Who? Clippers gonna be tough. To get, Why they play get out of here, man? I will say one thing: Kawhi, being the lead dog, has never played anyone of his uh, his same ilk in the finals. You had a depleted Golden State team, mm-hmm. the 76ers, and you played the Bucks. Those two teams weren't ready. He was more accomplished than. All of those players already, so I re- I'm really interested to see him go mano a mano against LeBron. But this time, you don't have a Tim Duncan, you don't have a mano G- the Ginobili and Tony Parker. Now it's you. You are the man. Yeah, you have so, PG, but I'm I'm just interested to see that that matchup because so many people say the Clippers they they have you guys' number, which I think you guys are pretty much even. I don't think any any either one of you guys have each other's number. I just think it's going to be a, a dog fight. 
Yeah. So is all these games going to be played in Orlando? In Orlando. Yeah. All the way into October. So if you're yes. winning, you ain't seeing your family or they, they make um, They're going to make some concessions. The more, the more okay. and more. Um, and you know NBA is going to be top notch in terms of making sure families and the players and all the safety precautions are, mm-hmm. are where they need to be. I have no doubt. And speaking of the NBA, man, Adam Silver is probably – He's the best GM, not GM, but uh, uh, he's the best. What was I'm losing my damn commissioner? He's the best commissioner, hands down, of any league to me. As in terms of just damn, handling that things. That bad about Roger off. Goodell. He's so loved in the <laughs> NFL. As, as far as things off the field, I mean, he's so loved in the NFL as far as the owners and making their pockets <laughs> fat. But I'm just talking about just how he approaches things and how he how he comes about it. Even the people that are concerned about being in those close confines, he's like, hey, man, at a certain point, if we want to come back and you guys want to make your money as players, like we got to kind of figure this out. And mm-hmm. when somebody else does test positive, because they will, mm-hmm. you guys can't overreact. This is, you know, we've done the research and the studies, and I'm sure everybody on those teams and those physicians are going to be able to provide that stuff to the uh, the team. So. Yeah. yeah, again, man, I think that's going to be uh, phenomenal. I'm I'm going to have a tablet on one in my lap here, and whatever game is more important on the big screen, I'll be watching both. So I have no problem with that. My priorities are straight. NFL, I mean, NBA first, NFL, but depending on what's the game of the week, when yeah. these things drop, I'm going to be on it, man. So like, I, I want to throw out a challenge, too, because I think like, I, I – I don't, I don't see none up there yet, but I guarantee they're going to have it, like a March Madness-style chart on who can yeah. do prediction. When that stuff starts to come out, I want to say uh, DSC, submit us out, submit submit your uh, chart to us. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll, we'll keep updating how the top 10 will run the top 10 throughout this whole little time frame. And the team that, uh, well, whoever submit the most accurate one, you know, we're able to send some merchandise to. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm with it definitely by them because we'll have all of the, the new shirts and all the things we've been discussing behind the scenes as far as uh, a way to level up a little bit to, to get you guys' money in our pockets. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you got anything left on the sports things? Oh, uh, yeah. We get I want to talk about, the, the, since we're going to talk about that, uh, also fantasy football. Fantasy football, I was thinking uh, we run two a different two, leagues. A DSC league. I only want two leagues, though, man. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of tough. I think 12-man league. We're seeing 12-man. Yeah, 12-man uh, So, we go 12-man league. If you want to be a part of it, we'll run two separate ones. We'll have one that's, uh, we'll say, nothing involved in it. And then the other one probably have an entry fee. And uh, that way we can run both of those and just see where you want to go on that. Uh, start submitting your names if you want to be a part of it. Because once it's filled, it's filled. Like, you got to think it's three of us. Us in it, so we automatically gonna be in it. So we're we're looking at nine other slots. So yeah, nine slots for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we are gonna get that, and that's gonna be big because being sports deprived so much over the summer and with <laughs> everything that's going on, I, I'm, I'm jumping right back in the fantasy football. I, I was out for a few years, but I, but, but I think I'm gonna make my return. Yeah, more details to come on that. Uh, but if you want your name in there, you better shoot it early because once it's filled, it's filled, and we'll get it back out to those people. I mean. Uh, I can't. I can't do too many teams. I still got my other leagues that I'm already involved. Big money league, big money league. Right? <laughs> but yeah, man, let's uh, let's move on to some music and let's get on up out of here before my wife have my neck, man. Yo, it's your man Rodrigo from the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hey, do me a favor, man. Go to all your social media: your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook. 
find us, DSC underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Hit us up. Peace. You sleeping on the couch. Bro. Nah, nah, I ain't trying to sleep on the couch for sure. But uh, RTJ dropped last week about man. Wednesday. Man, so perfect timing. Perfect timing. Oh, man. Multiple things. Great, so, great uh, timing. Uh, great timing. I, I wanted to put up, like, I ain't big on social media, but I had thought of a little plan and I was going to put it up. But then, uh, like I said, I ain't on social media like that, so I don't really care. But I was just, like, going to think about uh, putting a picture of Killer Mike and talk about... Fitness, my my fitness role model, because he keeping me <laughs> mentally and physically like like yeah. what he was doing was like like listening at that and just running when I was hitting my runs. It just kept my run going a little bit longer because hey, those songs started hitting, especially that day it dropped. I was just yeah. in it, and yeah, it was I just like wait. and 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 those. Those tidbits that uh, Killer Mike always drop up in there, just dropping that knowledge at the same time with those little heavy band. Woo. I, I can't wait to go get back to the states, man. Or if they come overseas and go to one of these concerts, because it's just, it's to me, it's just revolutionary music, man. And I won't say they don't have bars and they're not spitting, but man, like it's just the feel. The feel is just different when you listen to an RTJ uh, project, man. Run the jewels in, in particular. Like these guys are phenomenal. If you've never heard of Killer Mike and LP, man, I don't. You're doing yourself <laughs> a disservice, man. You got four good albums to go back. And you got to. four good albums to go back to, and all of them bang. And I can't wait to go to a concert and absorb some of these these uh these tracks, man. But so far, man, my favorite joints on here is of course the one with Pharrell called Just. So I ain't even gonna <laughs> go <laughs> just listen it's to Just, just with, with Pharrell, and you immediately gonna be into it. Holy uh, comma fuck is another one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. the beat switch on that, uh, Goonies versus E.T. What was the one that had two chains just magically pop up? Oh yeah, he came out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> so I wasn't even paying attention to the track list. So that's kind of I don't know if you listen to music the same way, Prez. I I do that in terms of for an album that I know I'm a light. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to come up here and listen to music wherever I'm at. And I'm not going to pay attention to the track listing because I want to kind of be. Yeah. I don't know when this coming. So I just listen. Yeah. To I don't it. want no. Ex- like I want just blank sheet. I don't want no expectations. Cause if I see a certain name, I expect a track to be elevated to a certain. But if I don't hear that and I'm just hearing the music playing through I, I, as they attended it, you know, not hitting shuffle like I did on that other album. Man, still. Back on that one, <laughs> uh, was that the Drake album? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hitting it play and letting it play all the way through to the end. So yeah, that shuffle button ain't gonna give me no more people. I'm telling you. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that one it's pretty much the whole thing, man. But uh, and pulling the pin was another one that I liked a lot. But I gotta say, man, I I let the whole thing ride at least maybe four or five times. All the songs have been on my run playlist. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to give it a, a off the rip. Four four and a half mics off the rip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most off, the, definitely. off the rip. So I'll definitely be returning to that. The other joint that I got into was, um, Ro, was it Ro James? Yeah, Ro James on the, uh, on the R&B tip. So he had a song uh, that stuck out to me, which was called Rain. And I don't know if y'all ain't up on Ro James. You need to be. I don't need to sell this man even, even more. But uh, he got songs on here with Miguel. Uh, he has songs uh, with Brandy on here, and it's just old school R and B feel. Like it's none of that raunchy R and B in your face, but so it's dope, man. I don't have any issues with it whatsoever. I think it's a fire, fire album. Uh, and I'm gonna be brutally honest here for a second. I thought I was a Crip fan. I really did. Thought uh, I had listened yeah, to yeah. everything that he had put out. 
but then I realized uh, he dropped his tenth, uh, it was tenth anniversary of the release of his like first like his first mixtape, mixtape man. And you know, I, I I've been a little shout, you know, prayers were slipping. <laughs> I realized that I had never heard this album, but I will say that turned out to be a good thing because ooh. That that it it sounds like it fit right in the music today. I was just jamming on it. I'm hitting him up like, you heard this? He's like, yeah, <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I realized like I started listening to a, the mixtape right after that, and never realized that he that had, he had the before. first one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. you uh, go back, I don't know if you still have that pit or wherever you download mixtapes, but. That's like the remap. This is the master version, clearly. But like, if you go back to the mixtape, there's some other some some ah, some songs that were left off oh, okay. of this as well. So I think it's him and Big Sean rapped on the same song, and I forget what it was. But that was one of my favorite songs. But it was like a a beat that they ripped from somebody else's song. So of course, it didn't make the uh, the album. But I say if you go listen to that mixtape on that piff or wherever you download mixtapes, the quality, of course, isn't going to be super, super great. But it's it's a great mixtape, man. So, but yeah, do we, you know who else? Who else? I need to put you on, man. They first man, calm down. You put me on. <laughs> like I just, I, I just mixed something in there, in there. So like I, I went back and corrected, but I don't, I don't give you your props on that. You, you was like, yeah, you should have been listening at that. But Victoria's on that song uh, on that album is just man. like crazy. Yeah. And last but not least, this is one of my little little known rapper guys that I like. His name is Ransom. He used to rap with uh, Fabulous, Joe Budden, back when they had the A-Team and DJ Clue and Desert Storm and all that. He was in that mist, early 2000s rapper. He just dropped a Director's Cut Part 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Director's Cut Scene 2, six tracks. Um, it's fire, man. He It's just so soul beats and rapping and bar- and metaphors and... If you you know if you like that, he he got bars, man. He definitely got. Something he was to say. hiding this from me. He know the type of music that I like. And, as soon as, and, as soon as I saw he, it, I said it he to you. know that like oh this is super lyrical. Like hey, he gonna love this right here. But no, he he wait to like well I got like ten years to go back and listen at this dude. <laughs> and then hey, you heard a ransom like no who, who's that like. What? I remember like listening to him like yeah, when Joe yeah. Budden would come out, but I ain't fell off. I ain't checked for nothing else that he'd have had since. Nah, he's been like, one of he been one of them like we talked about last week. He's one of those guys in which you be like, I root for this guy, man. But I'm gonna keep listening. I don't care what nobody else say. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of where it was with that, you know. So I I dig ransom. I continue to listen to him to him. That scene the years. too, that that six track is is whew. Yeah. And then I went back because I miss Director's Cut Part 1. Mm-hmm. I even fell off on mm-hmm. in certain aspects. So I went back and I put that together. It was like a whole new album. Mm-hmm. And I had 12 joints. Uh, last but not least, Flatbush Zombies came out as well. I listened to that on my run a few hours ago. Yo, those dudes are so underrated. How many miles you hit? Check out the app, man. Oh, man. Just, Check out the app. sneak up. Check out, <laughs> oh, ain't no sneak. Ain't no sneak. It's a landslide. You ain't about to catch me. <laughs> you ain't about to catch me. Not this week. You know what All I mean? Right. I started off on, a, you know, I listened to two albums on the run, so you can kind of see how long I ran it. Oh, no, no, I ain't doing that today. Exactly. You, I was you just, got it. I'll catch I was, you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a good mood this morning, man, uh, right before we set up to record the pod. So, uh, But, yeah, they, they're joint. I have nothing but good things to say. Um, the, maybe the last half, so they got six uh, EP as well, so this is not an album, but last half of it, Definitely, I was I was rocking with. Started off a little shaky in terms of this is typical what Flatbush Zombies mm-hmm. do, but 
towards the end, that's where they separated themselves and where I'm like, all right, this is why I rock with these dudes. But anything yeah. else you listened to went nah, back to this week? Nah, that was it. I was I was heavy on that crit and that RTJ. Cool. Yeah. So again, check out Crit was here, RTJ four. Um, also check out Flatbush Zombies, Ransom. And I think uh, that's that's it as far as the RTJ, music man. If y'all don't know, they they give out their music for free on everything. They yes, they always yes, they, they always do. do that. So like it, even I know streaming, everybody gives it out free. But I'm saying like even before this, that's that's what they was doing. Definitely go out there and support them. Like by buying any, I, I never have a problem buying any merch for them or anything else to support. Just off the good music and what they what they've been doing. And like I say, if they don't have a concert out here, man, I'm, I'm definitely yeah, we going. I don't care, yeah. COVID or not. I risk it all. <laughs> nah, but with that said, man, we appreciate your time. We're going to put this one out on uh, well, it's Sunday, so we put this one out on Tuesday. We might split it up. It just depends on how we feel. You know, with that said, again, shout out to the supporters. Shout out y'all for listening. Uh, shout out to y'all folks on our YouTube listenership. Go check us out, DSC underscore podcast or DSC podcast. Without the underscore, you're going to see us in either way on there. We have like maybe 20, 30 videos up now. And I thought that was crazy. I didn't think yeah. we had that much. Everything we do, we try to do a video to it for the visual people that want to see, you know, me on screen because I know I'm looking very debonair right now. I don't now. think they come here for you. Uh, <laughs> if, if you are going there and you haven't subscribed, go ahead and click that subscribe, yes. subscribe for us. You know, that help us get us get us up there, get it seen a little bit oh, more. Oh, no, it helps us become monetized, baby. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> keep, wa- <laughs> keep watching. Keep, keep watching and, 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 you know, at least get to about 12 to 15 minutes is the sweet spot. And then, you know, YouTube starts to see it. Leave a comment, too. I don't care what comment you leave. Leave something. It starts to generate the algorithm. We got to play these games, people. I'm sorry. But if you don't have time to do that, at the very least, subscribe to our YouTube page. Hit us up on uh, Patreon. Check out our Patreon page. All of that is in our uh, Instagram, and we'll put that in the links, and we'll also put that in the comments wherever you're listening on streaming services or or YouTube. So you can check out our Patreon and see if that's something you want to get. If you want to get this a day ahead, then, you know, Patreon is is where you can get this uh, podcast a day ahead of schedule. But with that said, man, it's DSCI. Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I know you're asking yourself, how can I support the podcast? Don't worry. I got you covered. Step one, subscribe to our YouTube page by searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast or DSC Podcast. Use some of our videos. Hit that like button and take it a step further and comment on the content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Follow us for all updates. Peace.